Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience of owning them is a great one. A new legacy in sound, JLab's new luxury over-ear headphones, seamlessly blending innovation and lab-quality sound. Over here at Fake Doctors, real friends, we love our JLab Audio headphones. They feature over 70 hours of playtime, four different colorways to choose from, and three noise control modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond, but at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. For those of you who don't know, uh, our friend Nick Cordero died I guess if you're listening, it was two days ago. He died of uh, complications due to COVID. Um, he died at 11.40 in the morning. Uh, his mother and wife, Amanda, were by his side. Just for clarity's sake, he didn't have COVID anymore. Um, what COVID did to Nick is what it does to a lot of people is it comes in and wreaks havoc on your body and then leaves and you don't have it anymore, but you're left with what the doctors called lungs that looked like Swiss cheese. They said it looked like it looked like he'd been a uh, a heavy smoker his entire life, and he was on every machine they could put him on. And they at, towards the end they were all on full. They were on you know he'd have he'd have days where where he was doing okay, and and everyone would get excited because something would happen that was somewhat good, and then it would all kind of go back to zero. So um, he was in, he was just. He, even to live, he would have needed a full a double lung transplant, and you only get those if you're healthy in all other ways. So he, the machines were really, truly keeping him alive. Mm. Um, but he was surrounded by um, loved ones, and Amanda is just the ultimate wife. I mean, she, she I can't imagine a spouse who could have championed her husband more. I mean, she, like, started this movement online with people just rooting for them and singing his song. He's... Nick, amongst being an actor and a Broadway star and was also becoming a, a TV star, um, was writing his own music. And so he wrote this song, Live Your Life, um, which was beautiful. It was his first track, and it's on Spotify and Apple and everywhere. I'm, we're going we're gonna to end the show with it today. But um, Amanda would have everyone sing it at three. She would, like, on Instagram, she'd have this whole, just all, like, thousands of people across the world singing his song. And... And anyone that would talk to her about, uh, you know, ways to help Nick on, on any any person who DM'd her, she would like talk to them and be like, "What? What do, what do you know?" And she just did more research and 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 she really got so involved. And the doctors and nurses at Cedars, I have to say, uh, were amazing and did everything they could. But you know, COVID doesn't give a fuck, really. Yeah. Uh, no, it does not uh, at all. Because if COVID did give a fuck, the circumstances wouldn't be what they are right now. You know, I, I guess one of the hardest things for us, and you included, Donald, has been seeing this, you know, young folks not believing that uh, 
that this can really kill them. I think it's it's uh, the the sad thing is that um, people people I think the young attitude and I when I say young I mean under 50, I'm just guessing, is like people have this attitude of like, all right, I don't want to get it, but if I get it, I hear it's like the flu. Um, and for some, that's true. And then for some, there's what happened to Nick, um, where it's, uh, where it just destroys your body. I mean, he, he uh, had, in treating him, he developed all these blood clots so bad that he, uh, he had to have his leg removed um, his blood pressure wasn't strong enough, so his the tips of all his fingers and toes were were, were blackening, and they would have had to have been removed um, had he lived. He also was on like, it, you know, it wrecked havoc on his kidneys. Uh, he was on dialysis. Yeah. Uh, he was on a ventilator, which was often at its highest setting. He was on. Uh, a, he had a pacemaker. I don't know how we do this show today, but we're gonna try to do this show today. Well, I think we do it because, um, you know, I could have canceled doing this, but I, I feel like sitting around and joking with you and, um, and, this, and this amazing group of, of uh, friends and fans and listeners that listen to this show um, is, uh, is one of the bright spots of my week. Um, you know, I, I, I look forward to this. I look forward to sitting around and laughing with you. I look forward to um, reminiscing, and and I feel like I, I am so useless to the world right now. The only thing I, only service I can provide at all, is that you and I can make um, a bunch of people laugh, hopefully twice a week, uh, and and uh, and remember some old stories and make people giggle. So I don't want to not do my uh, your part, my part, uh, hopefully, which we will we will shift to. I do want to just talk a little bit about how I how I met him, if that's okay. Yeah, please do. So we were doing a show called Bullets Over Broadway, which if you don't know um, the movie, it's a Woody Allen movie um, with John Cusack and Diane Weist. Really great film. And um, so this was a musical adaptation. Um, it wasn't new songs, though. They decided to all just use songs from the period. Originally, when we did early readings of it, it was going to be Bobby Cannavale because Bobby is like, you know, in, in the film, it's Chaz Palminteri, but Bobby is like such a young Chaz Palminteri type and such a good actor. And, uh, and we did a reading and, um, and you know, Bobby, um, Bobby's just an extraordinary actor. He's not like a mega Broadway singer, nor am I. I'm sure Bobby would, uh, would, would, would agree. Um, so the part was like, I, when Bobby did it, it was good, but it was kind of like, how is this going to work if the guy's got all these big songs? Then Bobby couldn't do it for scheduling reasons, and Nick came in, and no one had heard of Nick before. I hadn't heard of Nick before. And he starts singing, and everyone just dropped their jaws on the floor. This unknown guy who was like, he was like 6'5", big, mm -hmm. tough-looking guy. And then he sang like Sinatra. <laughs> he had the most amazing voice, and everyone just, everyone's jaws were on the floor, including... One of the beautiful dancers in the show, uh, Amanda Klutz, <laughs> who was going through a divorce at the time, um, and certainly her eyes perked up when she saw the super handsome six five guy sing like Sinatra. And um, how come they always got to be tall? Let's just get let's just get that out of the way real quick. What do you mean? How come? Well, you know, you know, if you're under five eleven, all of a sudden women look at you like you're short. That's not true. I would yeah, say it if, is. You're, if you're under a certain height. If you not the five minute you, eleven. <laughs> the minute you hit six feet tall out of nowhere, you're a tall person. I've seen I've seen I've seen it. How tall How are you? I'm 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 six feet. The no, you're is. not. You pause. You pause. <laughs> you must be five, ten and a half. No, 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 no. I'm six feet, man. I'm six feet. I've I've it's on my it's on my driver's license when I go Whatever. to the doctor. So you lied to the government, is what you're saying. No, 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 no. But my point is, you know, you say you're five eleven, it's like, oh no, we can't talk. You say you're six feet, it's a big it's a big difference. It's almost like women break out the ruler on you too. Like the 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 long the what's the the thing that you pull out of the tape measure? The tape measure. They pull it out to make sure, okay, you all right, you you and you can't be like five eleven and a half. It has to be like six feet. 
and a half. Once you're over six feet, you're considered tall. We this really, is what I've learned. We really tapped into a, a personal uh, issue here, though. <laughs> no, this is what I learned. Anyway, back to it. So Amanda sees Nick. So, six, so they're so they're they're uh, they have their meet meet cute. Now right. the big thing in, in the bullets of a Broadway, and you can see this moment. Actually, it's best captured on the Tonys. So Nick, we, so we do the show and. The show is a big-ass musical, big-budget, huge dance number, and Nick does not know how to tap dance. So Nick has to train his ass off to learn not just how to tap dance, but how to tap dance well enough to look like the star of a Broadway tap dance number. And you can see this if you go on YouTube and look up Bullets Over Broadway, the Tonys. They did a number at the Tonys, and you can see just how incredible it is and it's so amazingly done and you'll be you just won't believe that when you're watching that 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 guy didn't know anything about tap dancing and learned for the show he trained like nonstop. Mm. so he killed it he got a tony nomination which is a huge thing um to be an actor on broadway and be nominated for a tony and and we just we just bonded man we, we you know when you do a broadway show and you do a play you just you can't sleep you know after the show your adrenaline is is pumped you know that from doing mm-hmm. a play Donald. so we would all go out and hang out and we'd all party in manhattan and end up at my place late night and just had so many great memories together and uh and then when i directed going in style i put him in the movie i i if i don't know for those of you who saw the movie he's he plays the butcher that morgan freeman ends up stealing uh uh, a pork loin from Morgan Freeman goes up to the butcher counter and he's like, uh, I'll take that one. And Nick goes, the whole thing? And uh, and Morgan goes, the whole damn thing. And then uh, Nick goes something like, uh, whatever you say, boss, or something like that. I don't know. But anyway, it was just kind of a cool moment where, uh, where I got to put Nick in a movie opposite Morgan Freeman. And then... You know, he and Amanda, they had this beautiful baby they named Elvis and they, and they had always dreamed of coming to L.A. because... Um, you know, he he was on Blue Bloods, um, the TV show, but really wanted to kickstart the next chapter of his career, you know, because people loved him and knew him on Broadway, but he, he hadn't yet, um, other than Blue Bloods, really broken out in TV. And, you know, he, he wanted to live in Laurel Canyon because he loved music, and, and uh, Laurel Canyon just has this just beautiful history of of, uh, of music that's that was all developed here. And he actually uh, bought, they bought a house on on the street that Jim Morrison sings about when he says Love Street. She lives on Love Street. And so, because Morrison was living on, on the very street. So they bought this house and they were just in love and so happy. And it was like the American dream. This beautiful couple, the white picket fence house, the brand new baby. And then, um, and then he had to go, they had to go pack up their things. And, uh, and then when when he was packing up his stuff in New York, uh, that's when he got COVID. Mm. Came back with it, and uh, he didn't have any of the symptoms. This was right at the beginning when everyone was like, "Oh, you you lose your sense of smell, you you have a fever, you know all the stuff we all learned right off the bat." He didn't have any of that. He was just exhausted. He couldn't get out of bed, and uh, went and had tests. He tested negative twice, and then. Um, Amanda finally said, "You got to go to the hospital. This is crazy." She dropped him off, and she 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 she, she says, said, "While she said while he was changing the baby, he fainted or something like that. He lost consciousness or something like that." Yeah, and that's when they were like, "We're going to the hospital." Yeah, and uh, she took him to the hospital. Yeah, and you know, it was the emergency room, so she was going to drop him off. She couldn't go in. Mm-mm. So she was going to circle the block and wait for him, if I recall. Correctly. I don't know if she was going to circle the block, but she was going to come back. She was going to say, I'm not going to sit. I can't come in, obviously. I don't want to sit in the car if it's hours with the baby, but I'll come back. Just text me. And um, she was never able to see him fully conscious again. Wow. He uh, he just deteriorated, deteriorated, deteriorated until the point where they put him on the ventilator. and then And then it never came back. I mean, he he kind of woke up for a little bit, um, and there were some exciting moments where he w- where they would say, "Nick, can you, if you can hear us, uh, look up?" And he would do that, but he wouldn't do it all the time. It was, um, you know, it was only occasionally. Um, but man, this Amanda would just every she couldn't be at the hospital, but the, there were there were nurses who would set up a letter FaceTime him. I mean, can you imagine how tragic this is? You can't, you can't. Your, your partner's in the hospital. You can't even be there. You can't be by their side. You can't hug them. You can't kiss them. You can't cheer them on. You have to do it over FaceTime that that a generous nurse has has arranged. 
Well, that's that's the that's the part that's so tragic to me, you know. Uh, just dropping him off at the hospital, and at this point, most people who had COVID were getting the test, and then they were told after they got the test, listen, quarantine for a little bit, and if you got sick and it was like pneumonia, they were giving you drugs to combat the pneumonia and stuff, but they were sending everybody home. So when we found out that he wasn't going to come home, that was like the first thing that was like, holy shit, what do you mean he can't come home? Mm -hmm. And And then he spent uh, 90 days in the ICU. Yeah. I mean, 90 days in the ICU. That's just, he, he, uh, I don't know. It's tragic. And then she would come back here because she was, they were staying at my guest house, but we obviously had to social distance and she would be, this is how fucking tragic it was. She would be, 10 feet away from us, Florence and I, and sobbing, and we couldn't go hug her. Mm. We would literally stand Mm. 10 feet away from her and watch our friend sobbing. Mm. And she tested negative. She never never got it. Never never got got it. She tested negative for COVID and negative for the antibodies. Yeah, she never got it. Slept in the same bed as him, too. Well, when he got super sick, he moved to the guest room for what it's worth. But I mean, come on, they were in the same house. They were right. they were sharing. They were they were the baby never got it. Um, thank God. Yeah. Um. So now uh, he leaves behind this beautiful baby boy, who you and I are going to be very involved in his life. Absolutely. Um, fortunately for me, his father loved musicals, so I will be able to do my part. I don't have to do any of that uh, throw a baseball shit. You can do that right, stuff. Right, I'll, t- I'll- <laughs> <laughs> I happen, I happen to um, be in a position where um, his father would really want that boy to love musicals, so uh, I can handle that. Right on. If you can do the spiral, I still can't throw a great spiral. If you could it's teach right. both Elvis and I, if you don't mind. Don't trip. I- what will be great is... He'll come over. Him and Rocco will play. Him, Rocco, and Wilder will play. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have Rocco show him how to, you know, compete with kids and stuff. Could like Rocco that. show me how to throw a spiral? <laughs> he might be able to. Listen, man, the, the, I'm not saying he's super athletic and can and is like a and is like a superstar athlete, but he's definitely, you know, he's definitely in it to win it when it comes to me pushing him. How about that? I bet. Well, listen. Uh, I, push I want him, to. I push him so hard. This, uh, this. There's so much. There's so many people that love Amanda and and Elvis, and um, we're all going to be doing our part to to help um, give this child an extraordinary life. And um, he just started walking, and he's just the cutest kid ever. He's so cute. And um, you know, I, 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 I. The last thing Nick texted me before he went unconscious was I said is there anything I can do and he said please look out for Amanda and and, and Elvis and uh, I promise that I'm going to do that for the rest of my life and um, I want to make him proud I want to uh, I well, want you him. will don't worry about it you will you will you know it's funny we have um, there's all these re- relics or remnants of Nick around him. where I do the podcast is in a room where he used to do audition tapes and I'm looking right now at the tripod that he was the last person to to use and and uh, down in the gym, we have a gym, and uh, there's this water bottle. That's a, it's like one of those plastic water bottles they give you when you like a, as a as a you know in a gift bag thing. It was from doing James Corden, I think, and it's a James Corden water bottle that's like three quarters full of water, and we never moved it because Florence and I knew that Nick was the one who left it there, and it like sits in our gym as like a I don't know a. a, a and an homage, a, an homage, a a, a a a testament to. I don't want to touch it. Um, we, we both kind of want to leave it there forever. Um, a shrine. It's a shrine. That's what it is. Um. So, uh, and then I, not to be preachy, but it would be it would be it would be irresponsible of us, I think, Donald, to not segue briefly to um to just begging people to uh to wear masks. Um. You know, um, if you're paying attention at all, you saw how a lot of people behaved this this holiday weekend, and uh, I was just I was flabbergasted. I don't know if you guys, Joel and and uh, and Dan, you watch, but there's video of you know hundreds and hundreds of people just together partying. Um, I don't think they quite get it. Um, you know, I, I don't uh, know what I don't know what else one can do. I mean, you can just share your experience. I, I don't know how else you you can convince people. But I mean, I think that's as far as it goes now. I think, you know, to yell at people to wear a masks a mask, uh, 
is is it seems to it seems to be a moot point because a lot of people don't want to do it. Hell, our president isn't wearing a mask. So, yeah. you know, that being said, to to tell someone to do it, you can do that, but you know, everybody's going to do what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what else can you do? You can lead a horse to water kind of thing. Um, but uh I don't know. I it's uh I I if you're if you're listening to this and you're and you're moved at all by by the Nick experience, no matter where you live, please consider wearing a mask. And you might think, well, it's not, you know, you, you don't you don't think it can happen to you, but um but you know, Nick's the ultimate example of um it's a roll of the dice. You don't know. Of course you could get a a flu-like cold if you get it. You could also um have a really tragic end to your life or even worse uh perhaps give it to somebody else that you care about you know you might be just a, a a carrier and then you give it to one of your loved ones um you know donald and i are in the unique position that we just had a front row seat to how horrible this was um so um please think twice about wearing a mask do you want to get into the show yeah i think we should segue to some uh to our true responsibility here uh, and that is to make the folks laugh a bit. Are you ready to do that? Five, six, Here's seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, "Here's a story." Huge get, huge get, Donald, hmm. on th- on Thursday's podcast. Ah, Ken Jenkins, everybody, Ken as promised, Jenkins will be on the show, y'all. Ken, Ken Jenkins, Jenkins, the ultimate fake doctor, is coming to hang out <laughs> with us. You know, Donald and I joked on previous podcasts that you know he, we felt he was going to blow us off by telling us he was still moving, and. Um, and, you know, Ken's an older fella, and I didn't know if he would figure out uh, not only the Zoom of it all, but we also record ourselves and then, uh, you know, on recorders and then email it to, to Dan, who edits it all together. And and uh, thank God his son is super tech savvy and super down to help. And his, so his son is going to be his own personal Daniel and, uh, and set it all up for him. And um, so, ladies and gentlemen, we are thrilled to announce we're going to have Ken Jenkins on the show. Very excited about that. And the other piece of good news, Donald, that I wanted to tell everyone, um, there's been such a love for the ringtone. (laughs) And and we were so happy that you guys love the the theme song ringtone. But then a lot of people said, why did you choose one without the mm mm-hmm? So I want you to know that now you have the choice. And we're going to put the links up on our our Instagram and the bios, and I'll tweet it out and all that stuff. Or, of course, just Google it. So it's kind of like, you know how they release sneakers, like limited editions and shit like that? Or as we said, remix. This is like another one. Now, that one, the old one's gone. If you preferred the one without the mm-hmm, I'm sorry. That was a limited edition one. That's gone. And, and those of you who got it, you got it, and it's yours. Yeah. It's, and, it's, probably, it's probably worth way more than $1.20. Right. <laughs> because it was limited. That shit was limited, and it's over. Now you can only get the one with the mm-hmm. And even better, you can just buy the mm-hmm and have it be your notification for your texts or your emails. So, like we told you, we the best! Yeah, we the best ringtones. Another we one. We the best! Major key. Another one. Another one. So you can get the mm-hmm to be your text notification, which I'm going to set up myself, to be honest, because I think that's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, uh, so... So yeah, wanna, so oh yeah, so then we have a new segment. Uh, you go ahead, Don. You introduce it. All right, so this is a new segment. We're gonna try and give you a quick summary of the show in thirty seconds. I'm gonna go first. Wait, no, no, you're gonna go. Period. But I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna set up my timer here. Okay, you ready? Because this is no joke. Now, are you ready to do this? Yeah. All right, you got to sum up the whole show in thirty seconds. Marks, get set, go. J.D., Turk, and Elliot are feeling themselves in the beginning of the episode, but then realize that they're going to be stuck in the hospital without an attending throughout the night. That being said, they feel so underappreciated. So does Ted and his band, 
But the real person that's truly underappreciated in the hospital are nurses. And so we go through all of these things at night just to tell you at the end of the episode, you know who's really not appreciated at hospitals? Nurses. Show nurses respect. Holy shit! That was incredible, dude. That was 3090. Oh, man, I missed it by... No, come on, dude. That was incredible. I missed it by a second. And you landed it, you landed it with, like, a message. <laughs> dude, you're off to a flying start. There we go. There we go. You know what I did today? I what? took that alpha brain. Oh, it worked on you? That was the believe- Joe, that's the Joe Rogan pill? <laughs> that's the Joe Rogan pill. I took that alpha brain. I would appreciate it, if, since they're not our sponsor, if you just called it your Joe Rogan pill. I took the Joe Rogan pill. <laughs> But wait, dude, I'm really impressed. So everyone, that's our new segment because a few people who aren't watching the show along with us were like, can you sum up the show to remind us? And uh, our new segment in season two, along with Ask Rob, uh, we don't have an Ask Rob in this one because he's not in the episode, but um, is Donald sums up the episode in 30 seconds. You did a fantastic job. Thank you. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud following you around in your life. People all carry around different stressors, big and small. Everyone has stress, but we all handle it differently. When you keep your emotions bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. We talk all the time about how much therapy has benefited us. Therapy isn't just for those who have experienced a major life trauma. Therapy can help everyone with daily challenges with friends, family, and other relationships. If you're thinking of starting therapy, you should start with BetterHelp. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash real friends. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. 
Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built in USB C charging cable and a noise canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Okay, so first thing I noticed big time in this episode is my lisp. It's sincerely lispy in this episode. episode. I think a lot of this and a lot of this yeah. And I, 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 re- and that's edited, by the way. I mean, I remember yeah. Bill being like, he's choosing the moments in editing that are your least lispy. So imagine what's on the cutting room floor. Right. Here's a here's the thing. I feel like, and you know, back then I was like, I'm going to try and fix my teeth, but it was r- such a distraction in this episode for me that I feel like, you know, regardless of what anyone says out there. I feel like it wasn't my best performance because I'm trying to talk around a lisp. I see. Well, you were in your head. You were insecure. I'm sure that Absolutely. comes up for lots of actors, no matter what it is. I mean, you had a a a, a self induced problem because you put braces on your teeth. But yeah, you know, as an actor, it's it's so important to get out of your head and be present. And if you're thinking like, oh my god, my lisp, or oh my god, the zit on my forehead, uh, you can't possibly be present because you're yeah. uh, you're in your head. No, yeah. So you thought it affected your performance? I definitely feel like it affected my performance. And I bet you when we finally do take the braces off, when I do finally take them off... uh, You soar like an eagle. Like an eagle! You soar like an eagle! Yeah. That should be a ringtone. Eagle! Another one! Another one! So what um, is this fable that you're talking about in the beginning? What are you talking about? Well, you're talking oh, about... Oh, oh, the, I, I, so there's the funny... Craig Zist directed it. I remember it opens with that wacky shot. I've got the uh, the, the glasses on, the, uh, the magnifying uh, eyeglasses, so I can look in the janitor's foot. It's the fable of, um, you know, pulling the thorn out of the lion's uh, paw. Does the lion eat the... Eat no, the, the janitor mouse? adds that. Oh, I mean, I, I understand the fable is the the I don't know what the fable is really, right? I Joel, thought the, do you know it? He pulls out he pull like a mouse pull. Dan, do you know it? The mouse pulls a thorn yeah. out of the lion's paw. What, what else yeah. is there to know? <laughs> it's it's like it's the relationship between the mouse, the lion, and the elephant. The lion needs the mouse to pull the thorn. It's it's kind of like this. It's the story about the circle of life and how like we all need each other eventually. It's right. kind of like I can't do this all on my own, Dan. Mm. There you go. Mm. There you go. I'm I no like, Superman. Dan was able to sum up that fable in in less than thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah, the, and the janitor's just fucking with me. He's like, "That's no, that's um, then I kill you." You know, just to put a spin on it. <laughs> I left at Camp Meadowwood because um, I improv that little. I made a, I made lanyard. a lanyard. I made yeah. a lanyard. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed really hard, and first, also. Dude, you're you're so good at pratfalls. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank oh you. Oh my goodness gracious. She's like, I'm gonna describe someone here and you and 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 let's see if you know who it is. Clumsy. And then uh John C uh yeah. Cox says, Don't answer that newbie. And you look at him and you go, No worries, and you lean against <laughs> a cart and fall flat on your face. I gotta tell you, man, you're really good at pratfalls. Thank man. you. I had I had so much fun doing them and I got it's like anything over the years I got better and better at them and I I uh I we had great stunt people that that uh would teach me how to do it better and better. And then of course sometimes when they were like life endangering they would do them because that's what right. great stunt people do right. um but uh no thank you i love it i i i i used to love it you know we always, we keep talking about john ritter and stuff when when we were when i was a kid and i would watch john ritter fall on three's company i mean i just thought it was the funniest shit i'd ever seen and right. and, and and he was his body was like a piece of spaghetti i just wanted to <laughs> i just wanted to be like that so uh, but so that means a lot to me thank you um the bad title sequence is back i don't think it has too many uh too many appearances in season two. It, it's quickly killed. 
I think it got like four or five runs, and then that was. I don't know. Wrap. We're gonna we're gonna notice because we're watching. We'll be able to see when the when the weird slowed down. I can't do this all <laughs> on. See when that's over. I laughed at you scratching your uh, your your nose with the patient's foot. Yeah, there were a lot of uh, jokes in here that were like, "Wow, I don't like. I don't necessarily like how Turk is acting in the beginning of this." episode he was what do you mean he's cocky yeah well yeah but he was also misogynistic you know what i mean he had a lot of misogyny going on in this episode you mean when you're in the clinic yeah well not only when he's in the clinic when he's in the operating room and he turns to the nurse and he he says and he says uh something like uh uh you know what time it is baby and she's like, her, and and you see in her face, she's like, wait a second, dude, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? Right. And he goes on with it and on with it. And then that's what, and at first I was like, there has to be a payoff for this. Because if there isn't a payoff for this and Turk's just a dick, we got a problem here. And it turns out, right, right as I said that, Turk has to scratch his nose <laughs> and he asks the, the nurse in the surgery, will you scratch my nose for me? And she looks at him and goes, no, I can scratch my nose. And then she and does. she scratches her nose. Yeah. And she's like, mmm, that feels good. And Turk scratches his nose with a foot. Yeah, that, that was funny. <laughs> There's something in the Scrubs wiki about that guy continues to change races or something. I think sometimes his leg is white and sometimes it's black or something. No. I'll read it to you. <laughs> no. I don't know if it's true, but I trust Scrubs Wiki because our Scrubs Wiki, it says, um, when Turk goes into the OR, the patient lying on the table has a black man's feet, but a white man's face. Then when Turk uses the patient's foot to scratch his nose, his feet turn back to white. <laughs> that is the weirdest thing ever. It's a pretty funny continuity error. That is I pretty. <laughs> I don't know how that could have happened, but I don't know how that could have happened. <laughs> maybe it's lighting or something. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe maybe it is lighting. I don't know, but it's pretty funny. I mean, unless it was like a pickup from a different day and they got a different guy to do it. I don't know. So at five twenty four, there's a little bit of um, homoerotic scrubs web stuff where we're like all. I think there's some people who's fetish might be that we're all hooking up but anyway when and i've seen one where johnny c has me pressed against the wall it's like a it's either photoshop or it's a painting or or both i think it's it's a it's a drawing right but i think i've also seen a photoshopped one anyway it's johnny c having me pressed up against the wall from behind and uh i found the moment it's at 524 when he's pushing jordan up against the up wall up against the wall right. that was the inspiration for the beautiful piece of art that is johnny Taking me from behind on the internet. Do you think? Do you? Th- oh God! <laughs> <laughs> we should put that on a mug. Do you think we'll be allowed to? I mean, we could do whatever we want as far as that know. goes. I don't, do know, I, I don't be, know if I heart. I don't know if I heart's going to approve uh, the. Why uh, would I heart disapprove of two men pressed up against each other? No, I'm just saying it's uh, homoerotic fantasy porn. I might not be part of the I heart family. I don't know. Maybe. Joelle? You're, you're, well, listen. Listen, you're, let's send it to marketing and find out. Wouldn't it be great to have that on a mug? I would totally. I would totally. How about this? How about this? If, remember we talked about how the temperature changed? Because when I was a kid, we had mugs that when you put hot stuff in them, they would change. And I thought right. it was the coolest thing ever. Right. So it's Jordan, right? But when you put a hot beverage in it, it turns to it me. It turns to JD. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy the shit out of that mug. I was I was gonna say you got me once you said porn. I was like, I think we have to do it now. Right. All right. Well, we'll check with the higher ups. Um, we might have to license whosoever art it was because they really spent a lot of time uh, turning turning Jordan into me. We'd also probably think- have to ask Johnny C. I'm not sure Johnny C would be down, but we could ask him. Why not? It's a it's it's a mug. I know, but I'm not sure he wants a mug of us banging. But I I do. <laughs> <laughs> and and towels. <laughs> uh, let me ask, you make a beach towel. What do you think, Jordan and Cox are into some like kinky shit? Because yes. because I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something right now. She says your name. 
Yeah, but she's just, fucking with, she's just fucking with him because he's got a hang-up about the fact that we had sex. I don't know, man. That would turn me off right then and there. Of if course I was, it would. If, of course if, it would. If, if I found out that Casey, right before we hooked up, right. had sex with one of my best friends, and they kept it a secret, right. but I was still in love with her, and I went back to the well, Yep. and when I went back to the well, she called me... Your name. She was like, oh, yep. Zach. I'd be like, oh, no, 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 that's it. I can't no, do No, but yeah, I think we've established that they're into kinky shit. I mean, I think it's been, like, uh, tamed down for network TV, but I think it's implied that they're into, like, you know, some bondage probably and some some twisted shit. Isn't there Here's- a fantasy once where, where Franklin, our AD, was in a leather gimp suit uh, where Marty, the smaller janitor, I think he jumps out and he's a part of the sex fantasy. Do you remember this at all? I, I do remember this. And he punches somebody in the nuts. He punches me in the nuts, but that's a different fantasy. Marty was in a few fantasies. <laughs> I thought I thought he always punched you in the nuts. I thought that was the... That was his what you're talking about, Willis? Punching yeah, me in the nuts? punching you in the ding. So I wear a thong at 6.03. I'd like to go back also. Go ahead. When he come, when Doctor Cox comes out of the room, and Jordan walks one way, and he walks to Carla, mm-hmm. and he goes, and she's like, "Whatever it is that you guys were doing in there, I don't want to know about it." He goes, "Why can't people have a conversation in an empty room?" And she goes, "That room's not empty." I laugh so hard when he looks back into the room, and the man's in the bed with the biggest smile on his yeah. face. <laughs> that man saw some action. He saw a lot of action. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but also the thong. I got a thong. And I, it was my first and only time ever wearing a, a woman's thong. So that was a good life experience. You know, when you get to, when you get to be an actor, you get to try lots of different things. Um, some people become, you know, skilled with firearms. Some people become expert boat rowers or bike yes. riders. Yeah. Some people become um, skilled at archery because they're doing sort of a Game of Thrones type thing. Right, right, right. And I uh, got to wear a woman's thong. And, and, it, and it felt nice it, on my package. It looked good on you too. Thank you. Thank I didn't, you. I never, I never, I never thought of you as a person with a nice booty. Yeah, because you put the sm- thong on. Thank you. Well, it's small. I think you have to be into a small bottom. Um, some people like junk in the trunk, and some people like a shelf, like uh, God gave you. Right. And then there are people that like something firm and small, and that's what I offer to the world. You do have a very tiny booty. It's like yeah. two by four ish. But it's hard. It's like a. It's like 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 mutton. Like mutton. It's firm. <laughs> like mutton. We don't even know if mutton's firm. We never figured it out. It's very t- mutton's very tender. Um, very so what tender. about when the janitor? Speaking of um, of uh, the gay themes of this episode, when the janitor tries to set me up with Tim, <laughs> Raul, <laughs> who was Raul, uh, who was Bill Lawrence's assistant uh, at the time. Was he uh, Bill Lawrence's assistant, or was he? Yeah, he was Bill Lawrence's assistant. Yeah, he was Bill Lawrence's assistant. Because Danny got promoted. Yep. And uh, he was a very handsome uh, man. And, One of the most uh, handsome men I've ever seen in my life, Raul. Yep, Raul. And so he did a cameo as my handsome date, thanks to the janitor named Tim. Yeah. And, uh, and then I go, I'm not gay. And he goes, oh, oh, I get it. Neither's Tim. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, it was. Neil that- had some funny stuff in this episode. I laughed my ass off when he walks in the room. All right, what do you want me to do? You want me to knock him out? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, oh, you're saying that, uh, that, that you can do what I can do and I can't do what you can? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, well, how would you get um, coffee up off a tiled floor? And I'm like, the rough side of a sponge? And he's like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a funny episode, man. And I then laughed. we have Ted's band. How, by the way, how great is uh, at eight forty four? We got Ted's band singing "Facts of Life" in the elevator. Right. The show starts with Kelso. You know, one of the things that I left out in my summary is that you know this this whole show is is really about Johnny and Jordan. You know, it, as much as it's about the three of us in uh, the hospital, it's really about Cox and Jordan and how they're going to make this relationship work. And I remember uh, Bill talking early on in the podcast when we first started about the will they or won't they. And I, I, I got it, but I never really understood. You know, I, I just didn't think there was a lot of story of Johnny and of, of sorry, of Cox and Jordan. And there's quite a bit of story of Cox and Jordan, yeah. especially now, because now I know 
what's going to happen. She's going to get pregnant soon and mm -hmm. all of these things. But I, I, I thought, I thought it was really, I would have watched that show, uh, the, the Cox and Jordan show also, because they do such a great job at, uh, at these at these characters and playing yeah. these this 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 role. I anyway. had forgotten I had forgotten that there was a lot so much of Johnny's love life in the show. I mean Johnny yeah. has a whole well, there's always this plot about uh his love of Carla, his love of, of Jordan. Um as we go on further he's gonna start um uh, dating other women on the show. But anyway, so my point was is that Kelso wants Cox to give a speech before he accepts an award at the end of the show. Mm -hmm. And he's like, why don't you ask your lackey? Why don't you ask Ted? And he goes, Ted's not an impressive person. Yeah. And then for the rest of the episode, Ted's so impressive. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that's interesting. I never saw that. That's clever. Yeah. He's so impressive as the, you know what I mean? From doing, uh, from doing uh, Facts of Life, Charles in Charge. Six million dollar man. Six million dollar man. But I got to say, you know, Sammy's voice, you know, it, 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 it's so good. You know, there's there's times when you're singing and it's funny and you're just, you're enjoying the humor of, of, of them singing. But in this episode, I mean, granted, he's sitting there singing the fucking Facts of Life theme song. And I'm sitting, I'm watching it going, holy shit, he has such a good voice and he's singing so high. Yeah. You know? You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Facts of life, do do. Damn, you gotta grow and show you're growing now. You know about the facts. It was amazing. But when the world never seems to be living up to your dreams, suddenly you're finding out the facts of life are all about you. Who? All about you. You. And then I go, me? Yeah. <laughs> All about you. It takes a lot to get him yeah. right. Except Sammy goes way higher than that. Yeah. Because you're more of a baritone. He's more of a tenor. Well, he crushes it. When he, he goes, when you're it. learning the facts of life. That was amazing. Uh, that was amazing. And then when Charles and they bust out into Charles in charge. Yes, Charles. I like the, the guy who's doing the deep part. He's like, Charles. Charles, Charles in charge. Charles. <laughs> Charles. <laughs> It's always funny when you listen to an acapella group to just to focus on what the bass guy's doing. He's always doing something like Charles, Charles, <laughs> Charles. <laughs> well, he crushed it. Yeah. And then I got one question. Yeah. Where the hell did that trash can come from at the end of the episode? Yeah. Why are they burning? A, it's supposed to be like, you know, out of the movies Rocky. when the. It's it? like Rocky when he's oh, walking Rocky. down the street in Philadelphia and right. his brother's singing at the trash can. This is like one of those um, things where the show that technically should be in a fantasy because they're really not singing around a fire barrel at the hospital, but uh, but it sort of rides the line of like well, they found a fire, they found a barrel and lit it on fire next to the right hospital, at, <laughs> right at the ramp. At the ramp. <laughs> he's like, listen, he's not. He won't be here for another hour. Let's just fucking start a fire. Let's start yeah. a fire in front of the hospital. We'll sing in front of it, and that'll be it. Yeah, I laughed so hard. Like, where the hell? That the trash can't come from. What about you know, when you're in the clinic and you say, um, that's not enough Tylenol for a woman your size, and she punches you in the face? He had it coming. This is yeah. what I'm talking about. Turk was a dick in this episode. Well, it was. we were showing, the Bill was showing that some surgeons, stereotypically, including Turk, are very cocky, and he needed to, he needed to check himself a little bit by getting punched in the face. He wasn't just cocky. He was kind of a dick. I mean, I just, I mean, cocky is like, I'm the best at this. He was just insulting people. Well, he was, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. hey, you know. And then what about when the janitor, when the janitor goes, you rang. <laughs> like Lurch. Lurch from the Adams yeah. family. <laughs> <laughs> I so want him to leave me alone that I accidentally, on purpose, hung my stethoscope from the ceiling. <laughs> right. Could you get that for me? And he goes, we're even. And it's all because you took the splinter out of his foot in the beginning of the show. What about when they're doing Six Million Dollar Man and Sam goes, your jenanananananas could be louder. Yeah. Do you remember what it used to be? What? Do you remember watching that when they did it? He goes, it's jenanananananana, bitch. Oh, yeah. I remember that. But Why were we there? Why were we there watching? Because we're in the scene. We're pushing the gurney down the... 
the the oh, hall. Oh, oh, da, yeah. da, ba, ba. And then they come out of the elevator. Ba, I remember ba, 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 we were ba, we were the, we were there. Everyone, whenever Sam's band would sing, everyone would kind of gather around because it was so funny. And um, and I remember you're right, Donald. Good memory that they were like there were all these. Funny options that Bill didn't use, but one of them was it's na 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 bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought they used that for the show. So when he goes, your na 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 could be a little louder. I was like, that's not the line I remembered. And then and then he goes and then he goes to the other guys. You guys were fine. I love that. They should have put that in. Yeah. So good. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Hey, listeners. It's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress. And let me tell you, we've never slept better at my house. If you're still sleeping on an old school spring mattress, you're not getting your best night's sleep. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including their award-winning Lux and ultra-premium Elite collections. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door, free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's that's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress, depending on the model. Don't want to take my word for it? Helix has been awarded the number one mattress picked by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends. That's helixsleep.com slash realfriends. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix... Better sleep starts now. JLab Audio is personal tech designed for you that fits your life, looks cool, and offers surprisingly awesome value. Imagine the products and features you actually want and make sure the entire experience owning them is a great one. Always packing the most functionality and fun into every product at a truly accessible price. Zach, mm. let me tell you, JLab has these new luxury over-ear headphones called the JBuds Lux ANC. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime. Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the JBuds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise-canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built-in USB-C charging cable and a noise-canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval to Apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested, and handmade down in the boot making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R E A L 
F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. I want to I wanna, um, digress for a moment and talk about another topic that's been on my mind. It got upstaged by all, all that happened in the real world, but... Oh, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, get your, get your phones, your whatever you're listening to this podcast, get it ready, because it's time. It's time to pay the piper, motherfucker. Let's go. Did you watch Remember the Titans? I did. I did. He took his earphones off. You had to sit back and put your earphones on? Uh-huh. I... I have to. I'm going to be sincere right now. Okay. Um, I I am sorry to you <laughs> that I never watched this movie because I loved this movie. Right on. And I cried multiple times. I you don't need to know anything about football to be moved by this movie. It's funny. I was I don't know anything about football, and my girlfriend, who's British, doesn't know anything about American football, and we both were sitting there sobbing. And I just have to say, and this is no bullshit, you are such a good actor. Yeah. No, hey. I, I really mean it. I really mean it. I'm not just saying this because I love you. I, I was watching the movie just as a film and being so moved. I thought everyone was really, really good. And there's so much talent. Uh, Wood, what's his last name? Harris. Wood Harris is extraordinary, too. And... Uh, Everybody, there's a lot of great actors, but of course, I was more fo- most focused on you, and I just thought, I kept thinking, holy shit, Donald, as, as as successful as you've been in your career, I believe that you are a very underappreciated actor. I appreciate you for saying. I that. think that you're you become most known for your comedy because you're very funny, but in this movie, you your dramatic acting is so good, and there you are, toe to toe to Denzel, who some believe to be the greatest living actor. Right now. I am one of those people. And you are toe-to-toe with him and incredible and improvising. That whole thing with the smile was so good. What was that? You, I asked you about it. And, and what, what, what of that was written? Because you were, it just looked so real and you looked so genuinely fucking nervous. Uh, that we, you know, uh, most of that was actually written. A lot of it was written. Uh, some of it was, some of it was, uh, was improvised and stuff like that. But I got to tell you right now, when you're playing basketball with Michael Jordan, you can't help but make a layup or two. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, and that's, right. That's what happens when you're working with Denzel Washington. You can't help but freaking score the ball. You know, one, you don't want to let him down. Yeah. And two, yeah, you rise to the occasion. Yeah, it's like that, that hackneyed expression always says, if you, people always say, if you want to get better at tennis, play with someone who's better than you. And I feel that too when I'm, when I'm acting with people – I just did this film with De Niro, and and, and he's there. He is screaming in my face, and I'm like, "You can't help but react." I mean, you're going to be as it's, it actually makes acting so much easier because the person's so fucking good. You're just going to naturally react, right? Um, but you, um, there were so many moments. Uh, we paused it a few times when your abs were on screen because was, holy yeah. shit, your stomach, that, dude. That was back when I weighed one seventy five. I just think that you don't have to go that hardcore because that was probably a lot of work, but you looked really good. Yeah, that was back when I was 25 and weighed 175. Well, I'm just wanting you to know, we, Flo and I paused, we zoomed in. When I say zoomed in, I mean we were taking video of it on our phones and zoomed into your abs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just no. happy you watched it. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm I'm happy you watched it. No, and I'm sorry. No bullshit. I, I, it's been a kind of a joke amongst us for so long that I've never seen this film. And, and then I finally said, this is crazy. I, I'm being shamed on the podcast. I have to watch it. And then I watched it, and I loved it. You know, it's got – I loved – I think it's beautifully shot. I love the uh, the score was really moving. The, just the – you know, Denzel. I mean, I could watch Denzel read the phone book. I'm just so entranced right. by him. And, of course, the message, which, you know, of course, couldn't be more relevant to today. And it's just so moving. It's so it's so exciting. And, and by the way, very hard to tell the story of a full football season in, in a two-hour movie. And I, I remember thinking, like, how are they going to do that? And um, I thought that was, was done really well. Ryan Gosling, it's funny, he's uh, – He's become such a giant star, but he has a pretty small part in the film. 
Yeah. Was he was he not a big star yet? I didn't really know where he was. No, in his he w- he had he had done like Young Hercules and the Mickey Mouse Club and stuff like that. But I remember when we were working with him. He was seventeen, and we were all grown men, right? Mm-hmm. We were we were all all of us. Everyone else was grown except for for Gosling. And you know, he was the one that we all wanted to hang out with, though. You know what I mean? Him and Wood, 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 and Gosling were the two people that would, it was like, and and Ethan also. When I woke up, I would check to see if they were working, and if they were, if they weren't working, if the three of them weren't working, or one of them wasn't working, I would go and hang out with one of them. I love Ryan Hurst too, but he worked a lot when we were making this. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Ethan Suplee, I think he lost all that weight, huh? Yeah, he's Jack now. He's like this ripped. Is he ripped? Yeah, he's like. I, haven't, he's like, I, I remember reading that he uh, lost it all. No, he's like he's like a gym rat now too. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Wood but, Harris, I mean, I saw him on the wire. But I was going to say, I was going to say that too. You know, before you saw the movie, I had a part in your upcoming movie. Before you saw Remember the Titans, I had a part <laughs> in your upcoming movie. I feel like I lost that role to Wood Harris. Now that you've seen Remember the Titans, no, I I, no, it's funny. You're so sweet, you know, Donald. I was telling Donald um, on the phone about how much I love this, um, and and I was talking about Wood Harris, and and and. Uh, he was like, he's like, I'll give you his number if you want to put him in your film. And I was like, that's just it says so much about who you are that uh, you're uh, you're gonna plug a friend of yours. Man, that guy's talented. I, I want to see more of his work. I, I literally looked him up because I, I just thought I thought uh-huh. he. Yeah, I haven't like seen how him. is he not a big movie star right now? That's dude. what I said to Florence. I was like, how I know this guy's works a lot. He was on the wire, and I I, I IMD beat him, so I saw all his work. But I mean, this guy, I was like, this guy should be a household name. Yeah, he's amazing. So. Um, so for those of you idiots that haven't watched Remember the Titans out there. Tell them. Tell them. You need to go check yourself. Check yourself. Because, uh, no, it's really, really good and very moving and great to show your kids. I mean, what a great film for it's so PG that kids can see it and and, and it has such a, 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 a beautiful message of, of unity, especially during this time when we continue to battle so many uh, civil rights problems. So I thought uh, I, I we're going to go a little short today because uh, – if that's okay, I'm sorry to let you fans down, but uh, I think I could muster an hour of, uh, of being jovial, but I might go fetal for a little bit now. Sure. But uh, uh, we love you. We're so glad you're listening. I wanted to end the show, if it's all right with you, Donald, with playing Nick's song. Oh, that would be great. I'd love that. Um, uh, are we going to play the the outro and then go into it? Or are we going to? Why do don't you song? five, six, seven, eight into Nick's song? I like that. How about that to shake it up? I like that. I like that. Um, I, hope, I hope, I hope, I hope you guys are ready for this. This is uh, Live Your Life by Nick Cordero. Yeah. Um, so you can get this. You're going to love this song. And you can get it um, yourself on uh, wherever you can buy songs or stream songs, Apple, Spotify, wherever, iHeart, I'm sure, wherever you get it. Uh, it. It is such a good song. And Nick came out here to L.A. to start a music career. And um, he only was able to release one song before uh, everything happened. Um, and and ironically, or beautifully, or coincidentally, or whatever the correct word is, it's a beautiful song about celebrating your life. So go out there and uh, and celebrate your health and your loved ones. And, um, and Donald and I really appreciate you. And go get the new uh, ringtone and go get the mm-hmm and have it be your, your notification alert. And Donald, I love you very much. And, I love you um, too, man. I and, don't think um, we tell each other enough, but I, I, I want to tell you right now, I love you so much, man. I love man. you. You mean you, you matter a lot to me, and uh, you're a very important person in my life, Joel and uh, Daniel. We're grateful for you. I'm grateful. Um, and um, Thursday, we will be back with more pep in our step, and we will have the legendary Ken Jenkins. So, Donald, count us in to live your life by the late Nick Cordero. Five, six, seven, eight.
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And point your toes west. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.